get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Kyle, it's great to talk with you, my man. Let's start with the Futures game that we saw a couple of days ago uh, with two Cardinals prospects that it seems people are getting excited about. Tink Henson, Victor Scott, your thoughts on those two players' growth so far this season? Uh, you know, they're just they're two electric players with electric-type uh, games. What Victor Scott does, we'll start with him, Victor Scott the second. Uh, I'd like to start with him because he's, he's so unique in the organization. You know, uh, his game is built on speed and defense. He's a true center fielder who can really go get the ball. He has a, a, a more than adequate arm for center field, but he is the type of player that runs around the base is crazy and controlled which is usually not a combo that you see very often especially out of a, a minor leaguer or a player one year removed from being drafted uh, he he's from west virginia and he's just he's a mature young man who uh, his teammates love him the coaches love him he's a baseball rat and he his game lacks a little bit of power but he has a really quick uh really quick hands really quick bats and, you know, again, the, the headline with him is that speed, 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 uh, steals bases, hardly ever thrown out. You can tell he makes pitchers uncomfortable when he's on the bases. You can tell that pitchers even handle him, minor league pitchers. It might not happen in the majors when he gets to the majors, but minor league pitchers even are careful with him at the plate because they don't want to put him on. Uh, that's how he changes the game. Um, I, there's, there's a chance to be a plus-plus center fielder in there. It's not quite there yet. Um, but there's a chance for that as he continues to develop. He's made uh, so many strides positively from where he was. That, you know, about a year ago as he entered the system, uh, like see a little bit more power, but he can get to the gaps and he can turn doubles into triples and singles into doubles. Uh, he's he's just a lot of fun to watch. Probably the most fun uh, because of how dynamic he is. The most fun position player that you'll the Cardinals have right now in the system that hasn't made a major league debut. And then you know, Markevi and Tink Hens, Probably the, I mean, almost certainly, without a doubt, the best pitching product, the prospect that the Cardinals have. Uh, you know, his, his fastball. We've we've all seen it. He put it all. He put his entire uh, everything that he has on showcase this weekend, and that's him. And what makes him special is in the past when a Cardinals prospect is pitched in the Futures game, they do that for one inning, and that's one inning, and it's the showcase. What Markevian Hens, what Tink Hens can do is that for four or five innings. Now. We haven't seen Markevian. Uh, we haven't seen Tink go further than the fifth, the fifth inning so far in his minor league career. They've been really careful with him uh, because of how much of a prize gem he is for them, uh, for the Cardinals. Uh, but what what he did in that one inning, keeping his velocity up above ninety five, uh, showing great spin and command and control of a curve and a changeup uh, and a slider, uh, breaking pitches are still a little bit of a work in progress, but like. That is him. He just needs a little bit more seasoning. He needs a little bit more time to refine. Uh, you know, you see how stealthy he is. Um, maybe put a little bit more weight on. But he's, he's just so dynamic and so much fun to watch. And the athleticism is what really comes through when he's on the mound. And, again, just another smart kid, baseball rat. He has all of those intangibles that you would want as well. Kyle, how close do you think those two guys are to impacting the Cardinals at the big league level? I think I think for sure we would want them to have at least another full offseason. We need, out of Markevian, out of Tank, and I'm sorry I keep calling him Markevian. I love that name. I can't get enough of it. I know I know his nickname is Tank, but, God, I just love Markevian. It sounds like a, a ruler from the 14th century. Uh, 
which I really respect somehow for some reason. I don't know. We don't want to get into that. But um, uh, no, so he, you know, we want to see him get a full off season. And we need to see Markevian uh, continue to build, continue to build innings, continue to build strength. You know, uh, they've, they've always kept them on a tight innings limit, a tight pitch limit. And eventually, and I imagine we'll see that towards the end of this year, we need to see him get above 100 pitches. Uh, we need to see how his command and his control and his body, uh, how his command and his control are of the, the three or four pitches that he has. But we also need to see how his body responds to that. Um, you know, pitching in the Arizona Fall League last year was, was a great start for him. Uh, we need, I'd, like for me personally, I want to see that continue. I also, you know, he's been plagued by little injuries here and there. He missed a part of the year with a pec strain, I believe it was. Uh, not really talked about all that much, but we need to see him to have continued health. And I wouldn't be surprised if he has a great offseason, puts on a little strength. Uh, they have him at about 100-something innings. He starts the year at AAA, and we see uh, Tink Hentz this time next year, sometime around there. Like I think that that is a real possibility. And I guess there's always a chance that the Cardinals – decide to start him off low and he makes an impact in, in spring training that gets them thinking, Oh, we can use this as a bullpen arm for one year as we, we get him transitioned to a starting role. Like he has that potential. He has that talent. Now, Victor Scott's a little different. He, his bat is still a bit of a question. You know, he, he makes enough contact. He beats infield singles. Um, I, I think that there's a certain power element that needs to develop in his game just a little bit. Maybe the use of the opposite field, just a little bit more like, if he had pull power, I'd be like, I probably would say that he's a year away. If he was able to just kind of spray the ball all over the place without the pull power, I would say, you know, he he's probably a year away. But he needs he needs to still kind of figure out his identity at the plate. He makes smart swing decisions, which is a great start, and he's really good at fighting off the inside pitch because of how quick his hands are. But there's still some some strike zone understanding and what he can do within the strike zone that's big for him. And as big as I am on his defense. Uh, and as quick as he is, and as good as he is going in every direction and reading the ball off the bat, there's still just like a little hesitation in there and maybe some quick cutting reads that kind of work against him. But uh, I would say that there, there, will, there will be a point next year when the Cardinals outfield isn't playing as well as we want it to, and he's at AAA and he's doing well and he's stealing a ton of bases and playing a good defensive center field where you know maybe uh, this time next year or towards the end of the year next year we're like, all of us are clamoring for just a little taste of what Victor Scott II can do at the Major League. We're talking with Kyle Reese, covers Cardinals prospects and writes for Birds on the Black here on BK and Ferrario. So Kyle, other than, than Tink Hens, when it comes to the pitching prospects in the system, you know, a lot of people talk about Gordon Graceffo and McGreevy, and I know Cooper Jerpy's another one that's gotten on the radar for a lot of people, but we heard Jason Isringhausen tell our afternoon show, The Fast Lane, that those guys are still probably a year or two away from being contributors at the major league level is that your same assumption with that yeah absolutely you know uh gordon gordon graceffo who is maybe another one of my, like my favorite prospects in the organization I, I loved him when the cardinals drafted him you know he missed a good chunk of the year with his own injury and whenever a pitcher in particular misses a good chunk of a season before they've even made a major league debut uh, because of an injury i always want to pump the brakes just a little bit harder even if it's not an arm injury uh, if it's a toe injury like I, I just think that there's a certain amount of caution that needs to be uh, exercised with that type of uh, with with any pitcher that's dealing or has dealt with an extended absence because of injury. I do think that there will be a point uh, where Gordon Graceffo is closer to being a major leaguer and maybe more ready to be a major leaguer than than we're giving him credit for. He still has some shaping with his fastball that he needs to work on. 
and he's been really strong since he came off of the IL for AAA Memphis. Uh, but I, I do think I think Mr. Isringhausen's words are are smart. You know, uh, we see Michael McGreevy with the ERA, but there's still there's still some refinement. I was in Indianapolis uh, last week for his start, and when you watch him, it, there's two things that stick out really. He gets hit pretty frequently, and a lot of the contact is hard. But he he does that high wire act where he keeps it all on the ground. He keeps the vast majority of it on the ground, which will get you outs, will slow down the ball, uh, but also is not always a guarantee of future success. He's he's not really striking out anybody. So I, I would say that it's the same thing with him. Like with a really good off season, like I, I, there will be there will be a point there this year where I start clamoring to see Gordon Graceffo. I, I have no doubt about that. He probably isn't ready. But, yeah, I think when we enter spring training next year, I think Graceffo and McGreevy in particular will be the talk of spring training. I think we'll, we'll start hearing them as options uh, for the starting rotation at some point during next year. But they both have uh, issues that they need to work on before they can be considered major league caliber contributors. And hopefully an offseason of work on those deficiencies gets them there. Kyle, you mentioned with McGreevy, hit frequently and ground balls. And that's kind of the state of the Cardinals' major league rotation. So, And I've been clamoring that they need to modernize the rotation, get more swing and miss. How would you say the state of the pitching development is for the Cardinals? Are they modernizing it by getting more swing and miss, or is it more kind of the status quo of the big leagues where it is more pitch to contact and let the defense do the work? I, I still think that they're trying to find the, the best way possible to take advantage of what they're given from a scouting standpoint. And I guess that's just a clever way of saying they draft in weird spots every year. You know, they, they draft 21st, they draft 19th, 18th, 20th, 22nd. Like they're always in that group. And it's tough to, it's tough to draft a, a player with high strikeout capability. Now they, they're really good at amateur scouting. They're incredible at it. And, the development section of the organization works pretty well hand in hand with the amateur scouting situation to, to, to get everybody kind of on the same page. But it seems to me, uh, maybe this isn't a fair criticism that the development side is, is lacking. You know, when I talk to pitchers in the organization or when I hear pitchers in the organization talk, it always seems like the work that they do to get better is outside of the Cardinals organization. You know, uh, again, You'll hear something about like Mr. Isringhausen teaching um, uh, the cutter grip and how to throw a cutter to Connor Thomas. Like things like that are happening, and those are all good, and those are development, and that's good. But the big strides are happening outside of the organization, and that is a concern. Uh, this this draft, it doesn't necessarily seem like they've they've committed to maybe finding guys with an arsenal that can strike out at a high level. Now, I do think Quinn Matthews has some strikeout ability. I I like him better than Pete Hansen or uh, Bryson Mounts, but uh, I think that I think that they're still struggling to find their their niche there. How to best get that strikeout capabilities from their pitchers uh, as they continue to find ways to best utilize where they're drafting from an amateur standpoint. They have they have done better on the international market to find specifically relievers who can strike out players or strike out hitters 
and we're starting to see some of those guys climb the climb the system. So that's going to be a fascinating watch. Final question for Kyle Reese, covers Cardinals prospects with us here on BK and Ferrario. Kyle, as we approach the August 1st trade deadline, and not a lot of names are going to start popping up in terms of trying to find trades to upgrade this Cardinals team for 2024. When it comes to the players in their system, guys like Mason Wynn and Yvonne Herrera and some of these pitchers we've talked about, in your opinion, who would you want the Cardinals to stay away from trading? You know, for me, it's I just want to know who the return is. Like, I have I have a soft spot in my heart for Mason Wynn. You know, Mason Wynn and Victor Scott II are the two most dynamic players uh, in the organization that haven't made a major league debut. They just play the game with a certain amount of love and flair and excitement that you really can't teach. You know, I know you look at you look at Mason Wynn's stat line, and it's somewhat over underwhelming, rather it's somewhat underwhelming. But he's done some really great things, especially after that first month of the year. Uh, I, I would hate for them to trade him, but it, my thought is the Cardinals need to get better, and they need to get better in the long term. Uh, I would like to see them just get better, however, however it happens. And for me, I don't, I don't know if I'd have an untouchable. Like I would try my hardest to steer away from trading Mason Wynn, and again, probably, probably Gordon Graceffo. If there's, if there's one person right now because of how valuable he is and what he does and what the Cardinals don't have. You know, Tink Hentz, he, he's just so hard to kind of move because he's just so valuable, and he is like the unicorn in the organization from a starting pitching prospect that really has a chance to be a dynamic front-end starter. You know, uh, Cooper Jerpy is still hurt, so th- I, I don't really know how that would go. But, you know, other than Hentz and having uh, being, being kind of weird about trading Mason Wynn, I think as long as you're getting areas to help your team in the long run, to help eliminate some of those questions for more than just uh, you know uh, one season, for more than just one additional season, the 2024 season, I think you have to seriously consider it moving nearly everyone. Interesting. Well, we'll keep an eye on that one, Kyle, as we approach the August 1st trade deadline. Always appreciate you hopping on with us. For people that want more information on Cardinals prospects, make sure you follow tw- Kyle on Twitter at KyleR416. Appreciate you joining us today, Kyle. Hey, it's my pleasure. Congrats to BK.